there we go. Welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show. It's Wednesday again, and I'm happy to be here with you. Let me start with the same disclaimer that I like to start with every time, which is, please don't believe a word that I say. Everything that I talk about are things that I've put a lot of thought into that I take very seriously. But one of my personal theories on life and spirituality is that you have to figure out the details for yourself that no one can tell you what to do. No one can tell you how to do it. Other people can tell you good ideas that have worked for them. That's what I'm here to do for you. It's give you hopefully some good ideas. But really that's what I want to do is give you the idea is plant some seeds for you so that you can grow your own understanding of what life, the universe and everything is because no one can tell you what it is. So here I am to share, but as always, I'm here to, try to get you to think for yourself. I'm not trying to tell you what to think. But that does lead me right into our show topic today because the last couple of weeks we have been talking about how easy it is to get bought into a narrative and how to tell if you are in a narrative or if you are being bought in or sucked into one. And one thing that I've been thinking about is how easy it is for that to happen. There are many good people and many smart, intelligent people who get bought along with a storyline. And in that, in getting sucked into that storyline, they sacrifice their own safety. And sometimes it can end up being very dangerous for many people involved. So why is it that we get caught into those things as easily as we do. And I've come to the conclusion, my friends, that in our culture and society, we are not taught nor encouraged to think for ourselves. Independent thought is really not something that our culture is encouraging to the masses. If anything, the masses are encouraged to think as little as possible and just go along with what everybody else is doing. And as humans, we like what's easy. And not only that, but there's a, there's a really, really important thing, guys. When you make your own decisions, you are responsible for them. This is a truth of life. The thing is, you are making your own decisions anyway. Are you making decisions for yourself? Or are you making decisions that you've been taught to make? Are you living your life path according to how you want to live your life path? Or are you living it according to a path that was set up for you? For example... I, when I was born, I was given the name Della Hugo without a middle name because it was automatically assumed that when I got married, my maiden name would become my middle name. My point is, at the time of my birth, my parents were planning on me getting married. It was assumed. It was expected. Nobody asked me. I mean, eventually somebody asked me, but by that time, I was already sucked into the idea that that was what was expected of me in my path of life. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing. For most of it, 
It was pretty good. But my point is, it's not what I want now. And I was literally born with the idea and expectation that my life would follow a certain path that included getting married, being a mother. And I did those things. And now that I did them, I'm doing other things. And to me, now I'm finally actually getting to live my life the way I want to. For so many years, I didn't even realize I was following a path that someone else paved for me. Someone else from the time I was born said, this is what life is and this is what you're supposed to do. And these are the things you do to be happy and successful in daily life living in America. And these are the things that you do to be happy and successful and make sure you get to go to heaven. And these paths were laid out in front of me. Just as I expect, your path was laid out in front of you. That from the time you were born, as your parents were raising you, they anticipated that you would live a life that they kind of saw coming for you. It included a certain, certain schools, maybe a certain caliber of schools, maybe a certain study in school. And most likely with the expectation that you would find a mate, settle down and have some children. Then at the age of 60, 65, you get a gold watch, you retire and you hang out until you have to go to the nursing home. And this is the path of life that most people follow in America. And it's the way that we are kind of just expected to go. And when it comes to, because I use this example, when it comes to being expected to get married, we don't necessarily have arranged marriages as much anymore. They do still exist. And they can be really great. But I remember as a kid going, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to have an arranged marriage. I'm so glad I'll get to pick my husband. And yet it never occurred to me that there was another option. It never occurred to me that I didn't have to get married. It was part of my training and expectation, part of my conditioning, that I would get married. Everything that I heard at home and at church was when you grow up and get married. And no one asked me as a kid, is that what you want? Now, I'm not complaining that I did it because I'm happy about the life that I've had. What I'm saying is, have you asked yourself what things were expected of you from birth that nobody asked you about? Have you taken, have you, have you thought about it? Because in our, in our culture, we're not encouraged to think about that. Our, our culture lays down, and this can be cultures within cultures, because America is one big place, but there are a lot of microcultures within that. And in, within the microculture that you were born in, there is just an expectation of how things are likely to go for you. I watched uh, a guy speaking about growing up in the gang community. And as a kid, it was just expected that you were either going to um, end up in prison or dead. If you made it to 25 before you were, tw- before in, you were in prison or dead, you were doing something really different. But it was just expect- expected. And growing up where I was had the expectation of this is the life I would have become a wife and mother. And for these other kids in these scenarios that their expectation is if they get to grow up at all, that'll be cool. 
Did anybody ever ask them, do you want to try something else? And maybe I think that we all have this idea, this feeling when we're grown, growing up within a storyline that is handed to us, it doesn't occur to us, especially as children, that there might be other options. And as a culture, that's just kind of encouraged. If you look around, there's not a lot of encouragement and emphasis on independent thought. People, you hear the term sheeple, and you don't want to think of yourself as a sheep, and you don't want to think of your next-door neighbor as a sheep. But you've heard it said, a person is smart. A person is smart. People, people are pretty dumb. And as a culture, maybe we're dumb because that's what we're encouraging. Because getting an education, going to school and sitting behind a desk and proving that you can memorize information and hopefully apply it to a functional part of your life isn't necessarily the only way to learn that there are other ways to be educated. Most of my education is self-taught or non-formal at the very least. When you look around, I want you to think about this. Look at the world around you. What things were set up for you? What parts of your life were just expected of you? What parts of your life did maybe nobody ask you if you wanted? This is really, guys, this is the core of what the show is. This is why I'm here. I want you to think for yourself. I want you to figure out what brings you joy. I want you to figure out what makes you happy. And I want to figure out, I want you to figure out how to pull those things into your life and do those things. And for me, well, in order to do those things, you have to figure out what it is that you want. You can't have the life that you want until you figure out the life that you want. And most of us have no idea the life that we want because we've been told that we want something else. And then we're not encouraged to put any independent thought into that to decide if there's something actually we want different. We're not asked, do you want to go to college? We're asked, are you going to be a doctor or a lawyer? Which honestly is a psychological trick that I used to use on my kids. If I want them to clean their room, I don't tell them, go clean your room. They don't like being told what to do. If I say, are you going to clean, are you going to make your bed first? Or are you going to put all the laundry in the basket first? Now, all of a sudden, they're not being told what to do, and yet they're still being told what to do. They just don't know it. But they now have a choice, so in fact, they feel in control in the situation. Guys, I feel like our culture does that to us. Our culture gives us a couple of easy options for us to choose from. Do you want to be a doctor or a lawyer? Do you want to go to this college or that college? Do you want to go to college or trade school? Do you want to go, work at, go to trade school or work at McDonald's? Etc. But these, but our, the options that we're given are very limited when you consider the options that are actually available to us. But we are not encouraged to look outside of the box. Our culture doesn't encourage us to do that. So don't feel bad if you realize you haven't been thinking outside of the box because most of us don't. And it wasn't until, it was about seven years ago, that I looked at my life and said, the path that someone else told me to walk isn't working for me. And that was hard. And one of the hardest parts of that 
was figuring out if I wasn't going to walk that path, what was I going to walk instead? And that, my friends, that took a heck of a lot of independent thought. That took a lot of me having some good, quiet time with myself. Now, where does that put us if everyone around us can give us guidance, but no one can really tell us what's right for us? The beautiful thing is that we have an internal guidance system built into us. Call it what you want. You can call it intuition or the Holy Ghost or your gut feeling, but you have an internal guidance system built into you and it's working whether you know it or not. You can tune into it and high, high, make it even better, but I guarantee you, you are listening to your guidance system and you are following your guidance system whether you know it or not. Your guidance system will, follow, will help you find the things that are going to bring you joy in your life. Your guidance system will help you find the path of life that will help you find joy in your life. And I believe that there's a way that everyone could truly do what makes them happy, could truly find passion, and everything in the world that needs to get done would get done, that the sick would get cared for, and that toilets would get cleaned out, and that somebody would still run the banks. I believe that because humans are so amazing and awesome and diverse that if we got out of the system that we're in of school, 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 family, career, retirement, etc., or whatever culture it is that you were handed as a child, we could get out of that and the world would still go on. That people could pursue jobs and careers that truly make them happy and having to consider college and financing and things like that would be less of an issue if we looked at more options, if we looked at apprenticeships and more trade schools and more things and we encourage those things. I feel like a lot of those things aren't encouraged. I feel like people are encouraged to either go to college or have a dead-end job. And I feel like there's a lot more options but we're not encouraged to think about those things. We are not encouraged to truly pursue our passions in a way that will bring us greater fulfillment. We're told you can pursue that passion as long as you pursue it through this channel. And why do we go along with it? That was the next question that I had. Why do we go along with it? Well, for one thing, it's easier. It's easier. Humans like what is easy. We like things to be easy for us. And that's why when I tell my child, are you going to make your bed first or pick up the laundry first? All of a sudden, I made cleaning his bed, his room really easy. I put it down to two things that really simplified it. I made his life really easy because he, now he, that's all he has to think about, this one or that one, and yet he still has control over which one. So he still feels empowered and yet is being manipulated the whole time. And hopefully it's a beneficial manipulation that's going to positively benefit him as well as me because now his bedroom's clean and we're both in a good mood. Ta-da! And there is such a thing as positive manipulation, guys. But I had to stop and think about how much are we as a culture and as subcultures 
manipulated into what you, what the term I came up with was coerced group thought. That it's easier, that as a group, we want it to be easy. And you know what? It's hard to do things on your own. And you need to know that there's other people in the world that you can trust, that you can trust their knowledge, you can trust their education. And that's why we have systems of accreditation. But how do you know you can trust the systems of accreditation? But we want to because it makes my life easier. I don't have time to look up all those things. We want our lives to be easy. And so we take the options that are handed to us and we don't bother considering that there might be more options. So how do you think for yourself more? One more thing before that. Here's a scary part. The really, really scary part of thinking for yourself is when you think for yourself, you make your own decisions. And when you make your own decisions, the only person you can hold accountable is yourself. Now, my friends, you might as well look at it that way because that's the way it really is anyway. But what we like to do is let someone else give us the options or make the decision for us. Because then when it goes wrong, we can blame them. Then we don't have to take accountability for our own bad decision because it was what that guy told us to do. Well, guys, that's a cop out and it's victim stance. If you are fine being a non-player character, if you are fine not thinking for yourself, if you are fine going along with the storyline, I don't know why you're listening to the show. If you want to promote your own independent thinking, there are things you can do. One of the first things you have to do is realize that with every decision you make, you create your life. And that means that if your life is good or bad, based on your interpretation of what that is, it's based on the decisions that you are making. Now, it's possible you're making those decisions because those are the choices someone else told you to make. I did that for years. We all do at some point. But at some point, you've got to break out of it. At some point, you've got to realize that the decisions that you're making or the life that you have is what you want because of the decisions that you're making or it is not what you want. But that's also because of the decisions that you're making. And nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you want a different life, you have to make different decisions. And if you're going to make different decisions, you have to think for yourself about what those decisions are. Just like when I realized I didn't want to follow the path someone else gave me anymore, I had to pick a new path. I had to find a new path. I had to forage through a path. I had to figure some stuff out. And you're going to have to too. But by doing that, you gain not only a accountability and responsibility, you gain empowerment in your life. Be done with the victims. Be done with the blaming. It's not someone else's fault. Your life is based on your thoughts, your actions, your decisions. You might as well make them yourself. So how do you know when you're making your own decisions? How do you know when you are thinking for yourself? How do you know when you're thinking independently? For one thing, are you willing to? Are you willing to take accountability? If you are thinking a thought and you learn something new and that changes something in your life, are you willing? Are you willing to let your life be better because you thought a new thought? One way to know that you're thinking for yourself is if you're thinking of more options. Thinking outside the box, 
essentially means coming up with something that someone else didn't think of. That's what independent thinking is. Thinking outside the box and coming up with new ideas, coming up with more options, coming up with more solutions. If someone says, you can have the red pill or the blue pill, screw that, I want the green one. There's always more options. Don't tell me that there's not because I'll go out and find them. When you find someone that you do trust, this is important, guys, and this goes for me too, for real, just like I said at the beginning. Don't believe anyone just because they're talking. And here's a really important thing. A lot of people say things that ring true to you. I might even say something, I hope I say something that rings true to you, that resonates inside you, that makes you curious, that makes you want to think more about that or delve down more that rabbit hole. When you find someone that, who resonates truth with you, follow them, but don't follow them blindly. Don't follow them ignorantly. Not even me. Never follow anyone blindly. And just because they say something that is true, that you know to be true, that speaks truth within you, does not mean that every single thing that they tell you is also going to be true. There's no perfect human on earth and there is no perfect book on this earth either. I don't care what you pick up at your library and how much it changes your life. There is not one single book that is 100% true for you. But you decide that for yourself. That's not up for me to tell you what's true for you. But ask yourself, if I believe that this book is 100% true for me, why do I believe that? Do I believe that because someone else told me that? Is it possible that it's 99% true? Is it possible that it's mostly true? And is it possible I still want to make my life decisions based on it? Sure. But the point is, make those decisions yourself and don't do it. Don't believe a person a second time automatically just because they spoke truth once. Don't give your power away. Remember, you want to be safe because it protects your body and you want to be right because it protects your ego. But don't give those away. Don't give your safety away and don't give your right away. And what I mean by that is don't let someone else tell you what is right. Don't accept someone else's idea and version of right. And don't sign your name with that. Don't attach that to your ego unless you know for yourself that there is truth there. Truth never minds being questioned. Remember that. Never be afraid to question your own ideas and thoughts because you have, you do have erroneous ideas and thoughts. And the way that you weed them out is by going over them, by thinking about them, and by looking for better options. Ask yourself, why do I believe this? Ask yourself, who told me this? 